Rolling. You're on the nuclear knucklehead show. Hey, check it out. 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 Hey, check it might be your new nickname. That works for me. What a screw up. <laughs> if I were to edit, that would certainly be a part that I edited out. Um, hi, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Busy. Busy, busy, busy. And then, uh, yeah, and then the boy got... Um, I got a little sick last night, so that wasn't, uh, wasn't fun. I mean, it wasn't terrible. We've had worse sicknesses. But, um, no, he started feeling a little bit better today. So, uh, he had, he had to, uh, end up going back to his mom's house. But, uh, he got to play hooky. And, uh, we just kind of hung out until then. So, and just nonstop working, dude. Holy crap. It's, uh, it's dumb, but um, it's a good good uh, problem to have, I suppose. Um, yeah. So a couple of things have happened since uh, since my last episode uh, that we have not I have not talked about. I don't know if you've had any episodes. I have not been uh, doing too much listening of things. Um, number one would be uh, that the Queen of England has died. <clears throat> yes, she has. And uh, I didn't know that things were so weird in the world. Um, we had—I mean, I did, but I didn't. We have the left who has been making fun of it, and then you—you you get like weird factions. You got like a faction of the left that's been making fun of her dying uh, because she was a white lady. Um, and then you have uh, a part of the left especially like uh, leftist corporate media who fawned over the royals um, and so they see it as this terrible thing that's happened um, you've got people like me that uh, say good riddance to bad rubbish um because of all of the things that I know that the royal family has been involved with, um, not just uh, Prince. Let's see, Prince Andrew was the one that was involved with Epstein. Um, Prince Philip was the one that was involved with Jimmy Seville, who was the radio DJ that the Queen knighted, who turned out to be uh, the Jeffrey Epstein of England. Yeah, like the biggest child molester, pedophile in history, maybe. And uh, thanks to David Knight, David Knight, who I, I do enjoy David Knight, but David Icke, uh, I never realized how close their names were. David Icke uh, 
has been calling out the royal family for quite some time. I mean, we're talking early 2000s. Oh, and, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, so, and that's on top of the all of the exploits of the Irish and the Scottish and the long, long history of the abuse that the Scots have felt under um, English, British rule, I should say, uh, along with the hundreds of years of um, of abuse that the Irish have had had have had to uh, deal with uh, with the um, English monarchy. So, uh, given she wasn't you know, obviously around two hundred years ago, but um, she still represented it. And um, for as much as Americans think that people with English accents are smart, uh, I don't know how smart it is to believe that somebody, because they're born of a family of uh, royals, are somehow special. I know I've I've taken a lot of shots at uh, at the uh, English monarchy, and I'll continue to do so because fuck them, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Um, I'm completely fine with her dying. Wish it would have happened sooner, if I'm being honest. Uh, these are truly evil people. Um, now, I don't know uh, how involved Princess Diana was with them. Uh, allegedly, as rumor has it, she was fiercely against the rest of the English family, and they didn't like her because of it, and in fact sacrificed Princess Diana in a tunnel and it how does it go in a tunnel that was named it's, I mean it was named after it but it was um, the goddess Diane I think it goes something like that goddess right Diana. yeah it would have probably been Isis but they call her Diane too and yeah which kind of wraps into um Shit! What was uh, what was that lady that died recently? Um, the celebrity Anne Hesh. Um, she she died. What was it? it wasn't twenty years? I don't. Th I think it was twenty six years to the date um, that Princess Diana had died. Um, and there was some there were some theories going around with that because she was involved in a movie that was calling out um, child sex trafficking. Uh, and then on top of that, you have Prince William, um, who uh, seemingly is all in on the on the uh, the English royal family. But then you have Prince Harry, who met Meghan Markle and married her. Everybody called him pussy whooped. I've heard him say some shit. He's he's not in favor of uh, uh, certain rights like the freedom of speech, but. Um, <laughs> They or he disavowed his own heritage, and um, that recently happened. Now I don't know if it's because of the shit that's gone on in the royal family. Uh, I think a lot of people speculate that it has much more to do with him being put you up to Meghan Markle, who is an attention whore and um, and wanted uh, wanted to steal a prince from his family. I guess I don't know. As the theory goes, I don't I don't dive too far into that, but. There's a lot of fucked up shit that's been going on with that family. Now, I think Prince, because Prince Charles is will now be the new king, 
Um, but I think it was Prince was it Prince Philip that when he died said that he wished that he would come back as a virus and kill off the majority of, of humans on Earth. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think that's the one. Uh, for a while there, I thought it was her husband. Was is that Andrew? Was her husband? No, was it was Prince Andrew's? Father? I mean, her husband was a prince too. He wasn't like king anything. Right. But yeah, her son, one of her boys, said yeah, he's the one that said uh, yeah. that. So. Um, and David Icke, in fact, uh, went on to Infowars recently and gave his speech about uh, the whole royal family and, and in fact, the uh, Princess Diana sacrifice. Uh, so you can go on Infowars and, and uh, listen to him cover it all because it's far more in depth than I just went. But um, and he'll also go into where the royal, where the English royals come from. Now I I've. I'd have to go back and look. Germany. And further. Well, there's a couple of different places. There's rumors that I guess they that's came their most there. recent. Right. Well, Germany and then um, Transylvania. Prince Andrew was uh, bragging about uh, having come from. Uh, who's the? That's Romania. The, yeah, Romania. Who who's the guy? Uh, Vlad the Impaler. Oh uh, yeah. He would brag of being from his lineage. Now, there's also um, theory that the first English royals came from the Caesars of Rome, and they had moved over. So, and there's there, there's been all sorts of weird um, inter-family breeding, i.e., incest, um, for generations. I guess there was a king or two that was like all sorts of fucked up uh, because obviously when you uh, are involved in incest you have some uh, cells that don't quite fully develop in the face so um, yeah they've got all sorts of uh, of uh, issues within, within their weird family and they're not better than anybody else they're not stronger, they're not smarter, they're not faster they're not any of that but the English people have carried on this tradition of supporting this royal family, or royal families, I should say, um, throughout the millennia, and um, it's uh, they should have they should have uh, shucked them off a long time ago, especially when uh, the United States decided to. Maybe we got all the Eng- the smart English from over there. Could be. I think um, I've been delving into some of that and I think the, that's the reason why they uh, like Ben Franklin set up the uh, the Masons and things like that up over here was because yeah, well, they, they had a better chance of getting shaken the kingdom off than you know doing it, ben, it here was it Ben Franklin or who was the other one that I think it was Ben no was it Ben Franklin well, yeah, well, he set up, like, the first uh, Mason Lodge. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he was in Hellfire, yeah, this uh, thing. Uh, he wasn't, wasn't a nice guy. No, he was a pretty bad guy. Um, that's what I was thinking of, was uh, the, when he went over to England and he was a part of the Hellfire Club. And there's some uh, pretty pretty fucked up things that he was involved in over there. 
Yeah, I guess uh, whenever uh, Ben Franklin, they were like, oh, yeah, Ben Franklin's coming in tonight. Everybody knew it was going to be a big orgy. Huge orgy. Uh, yeah, so the Irish, the Scottish, and I, I guess the Welsh, who I shit on <laughs> all the time. But it's all in fun. It's all tongue-in-cheek Welsh. Well, Welshans, I don't know what you would call them. But uh, they Welsh. shall be pretty happy. Yeah, I'm not a fan of uh, royalty. I don't get it. I'm like, uh, no. But, you know, they've always had to have, uh, you you know, something like that to people. I mean, America is definitely a special place in, in history. Yeah. For sure, and not only not only did we try it, it turned out to to work pretty well, and now it's starting to um, fall because you got a bunch of idiots that are uh, well opportunists that are seeking uh, their own self interests and in getting involved, and and uh, the uh, they're um, you know working for towards a, a demise of something like the the first thought of the United States in uh, when it comes to freedom and, and you know uh, laissez-faire uh, free market and things like that you know um, apparently this shit goes against their own self-interest so they work against it and, and uh, that's why you're seeing things as piss poor as they are now and the welfare state and all sorts of other shit but um, yeah I mean these, these different countries over there in the UK so you have the Northern Ireland Ireland is not a part of the UK although they should be pretty happy to uh, so you have Ireland. Um, I hate to say Northern Ireland because it should be a unified island, free of any kind of British rule. So you have uh, also uh, Scotland, which is north of England. For anybody that doesn't know, um, they they seceded <clears throat> from the UK. And as I say that, people are probably like, "No, they didn't." Yeah, they did. Uh, but that's where they went in and rigged the election. There's plenty of evidence that they seceded, but uh, they should be happy. And um, the thing is, is that their governments are too busy replacing their race um, for these people to come together and, and uh, I don't know, celebrate the, the death of the queen. Um, I'm no fan of the, the English um, royalty whatsoever. So uh, it might seem pretty harsh me saying these things, but these people have, uh, and um, like I said, not all. I don't know about Prince William. I don't know about Prince Harry. Um, I don't know why I'm even calling them princes, Harry, and but it's it's more so so you know who I'm talking about, I guess. Um, I don't know about all of them, but uh, for the most part, this this family has been um, quite evil and has been a part of a a, a lot of uh, suffering for especially children in uh, in England. So, uh I have no <clears throat> I have no sadness when it comes to hearing that one of them died off. And man, she fucking she could have died a long time ago, dude. Shit, she took forever, didn't she? Yeah, well, we had Betty White longer than we had her. <laughs> oh, Betty White. Betty White made 99. Yes, she did. Yeah, the Queen um, of England died at 96. So. And the, yeah, the new king, 73, right? Yeah. How long has he got? 
I don't know. I mean, it, I guess it depends on what he does. Uh, I would. So the the royal family has their power. I don't. I'm not going to pretend to know what what all powers they still have, uh, or even really what their parliament has and all that other shit. But I do know that it's greatly diminished from what it once was. Um, really, I, I think down to the point that they have almost no power whatsoever to direct anyone to doing shit. You know, they're just now like other than owning everything, right? But I think it's the parliament has um, the are the shot callers out there. So, you know, I could be wrong about that, but like, you know, I've never no, you're you're. Anything. I wouldn't say you're wrong. Uh, technically, you're right. I appreciate it. I mean, but other than, you know, we believe, you know, if we, I don't, who runs them, whoever's giving them the money. Right. Yeah. Well, the, I'm sure that, I know the Bank of England has a, a central bank somewhere, so probably some Jewish guy in there running shit. Um, one of the Rock, or, uh, Rothschilds. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I would, I would, I mean, I would think, like, you know, as evil as these people are, I mean, unless they're really comfortable in the, the lives that they live, uh, maybe they might decide to start getting some of the power back, you know? I mean, I'll say it from, like, I guess a devil's advocate stance, if that's the right thing to say. <clears throat> um, I would. I'd be like, fuck this, man. I'm not, we're, we're the royals. Let's get this royal shit back. You know, let's get all their power back and start making, making some calls. You know, but yeah, again, you like know, I said, when uh, you know, if all the world comes to crap, who do you think is going to be on the top there? Yeah, you know, kind of like I a while back when I was a dishwasher, and I remember somebody coming in there, a manager. <laughs> hollering at me about something I don't know I was like dude this is this is shit mountain and I'm the king of shit mountain you know <laughs> in this giant dishwashing area get away from me go yeah, away yeah I mean I don't, I don't know what the purpose of, of of still claiming you know some kind of royal bloodline would be if you don't if you wouldn't come back in and get the, the power you know um get the power back and, and rule as a king because that's what kings do you know uh, yeah you, you, anything I've ever seen kings you know like you know, Vladimir uh, or Vlad the Impaler Dracula um, you know he went away for a while and came back and got his you know with Turkish and got his kingdom back then he got exiled and came back so, yeah, they right. they like being in charge. You'd think so. I mean, I'm not saying I want that to happen. It's just if I were, I think, in, in their position, I was as evil as they are, trying to get in their, their mindset of what it is they do, you'd think that that would be the case. But well, I know Romanians, not- and they're proud of uh, Vlad. I do know that when he finally came back and was in charge... And they're like, what? He's like, all right, man, what's the number one problem we got going on? And they're like, you know, the poor and the homeless. And he's like, all right. 
get them all together in a big old building, got all the food and the fixings and giblets and gravy, closes the door, locks it up, and burns it down, solve the homeless and poor problem overnight. <laughs> um, that's a little <laughs> excessive. Uh, but like you said, you know, well, you know that's a, how kings roll. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, now to turn away from that, I guess if we can give it any kind of, if I can even say silver lining, uh, he knew damn well how to deal with the uh, the Muslim Muslim invasion problem too. That's how he got his nickname. Yeah, Wouldn't well, that make me think. If I was coming in anywhere and I just saw, like, miles of heads on a stick. Oh, it wasn't just that. Do you know what he would do in impaling these people? That spike would go up your ass. Yeah, he was was funky. Yeah. He wanted to send a message, like, you fuck around, you're going to find out in the worst of ways. Yeah, Um, that'd make me think. Yeah, hell yeah. I'd be like, man, I'm cool. They just stand here. All right, cool. Well, we just let these people stay right here. We can build a wall over here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I want to go over there. He's doing some weird shit. Uh, As we were talking about uh, the Scots um, being happy with uh, the Queen passing, a 22-year-old Scottish man was arrested on Monday after shouting at Prince Andrew during the funeral of Queen Elizabeth II. He yelled out, Andrew, you're a sick old man. <laughs> Who, I guess, Andrew was walking behind uh, Queen Elizabeth's coffin. Um, as I recently said, uh, Prince Andrew was the one that was involved with Epstein. He was also the uh, target of the, man, I think it was MSNBC, hot mic that Project Veritas got, where the lady, I can't remember her name, was talking about how she had witnesses and all sorts of people that were going to come out, they are going to do a story on Epstein, and it was going to involve Prince Andrew, and the Queen's administration uh, called up MSNBC and killed the story. So that's how fucked up these people are. So if you have, if you're sitting here going, oh, how dare you talk badly about the Queen... That's what the queen would do. That type of shit. Not just the queen, but the rest of those royal people. Shit. They were fucking kid murderers. They were kid rapists. So, fuck them. I did do a podcast called Yay, the Queen is Dead. Was, <laughs> yeah, was, I think you told me that. I was probably the most bitter ever, but... uh, yeah, that's I'd, I'd listened to part of it, and it was alright, but then when I listened to it online... It, the sound was all whack, so I deleted it. It was probably a good thing. No, you can be as bitter as you want on this one. Oh, I was bitter, but I would have left it up if the sound hadn't been jacked up. Gotcha. Fuck the queen, stupid bitch. I'm like, yay. You know, I grew up where I was taught we were all equal, you know, and having something like that over my head is just uh i'm like how you even accept that and i've got a uh namesake the craig meadows over in england that i made friends with years ago just because i was looking online was like you know put in my name and 
I was like, hey, dude, I know you don't know me, but guess what? We got the same name. And we've been friends for years now. And, you know, like, he was in the Queen's Army. You know what I'm saying? He's posting, I was proud to serve in the Queen's Army, you know. He's all all into that. Right. And I'm like, wow. Well, you know, in a, in a weird contradictory thing that I guess I have is, you know, for the English over there, I want them to be, I want them to be proud of where they come. I want them to be nationalists. I want every everybody in, in their country to be nationalists. I want them to be proud of their country and proud of where they come from, you know. Um, I know a terribly xenophobic thing for me to say uh, that I want everybody in their own country to be proud of their country and to be proud of where they come from and to make their countries better. Um, I want to see that. Uh, it's, it's, it, it gives me pride in my own country to see people who are proud of theirs, even though I'm talking shit about England's ro- ruling family, ruling royal family. I still want for the English to be proud over there because Hello. Should not tell you what just happened. Okay, um, I saw my screen just drop out and I'm like, huh? Yeah. And I, and I honestly can't remember what you're getting ready to say, but I knew you were getting ready to make a great point. Well, just um, <laughs> Lord, sorry about that. I keep getting these stupid notifications. Um, no, just that uh, everyone in their own country should be proud of being where they're from. Um, you'd probably see a lot less of the. Um, the issues with refugees uh, you might even see a lot less uh, uh, I don't know if I can say necessarily civil wars um, I'm not saying it would nix it out altogether but um, you probably see somewhat less violence um, Andrew Tate who was recently on InfoWars not that I saw the interview just yet I think it's up already but you know he's talked about certain areas like um, where he's at oh shit where is it it's not Belarus it's um, wherever the hell he is he, he was talking about how it's unfathomable for the the women in the country that he lives in now to be harmed by the men in his country now I'm sure it probably happens I'm sure it's, it's there's some number that happens but for the most part it's it's an understanding that these are your people and you wouldn't hurt your people, right? Um, I guess outsiders might come in and they get hurt, especially maybe even women that come in there. But that amongst the the people that live there, they don't hurt one another. Um, now, I'm not saying it's okay to hurt outsiders. I'm not saying that. But you get my meaning here is that within... It, it, being nationalist isn't a bad thing. You know, the left likes to prop up um, Hitler and him being a nationalist and, and parallel that anybody else who's ever been a nationalist in their own country, which is really just to say somebody who's proud of being where they're from, which is a real, a real cunty thing to try and do. Uh, and what we're seeing also, especially in England, 
the things that have been going on for a better part of a decade in basically, like I was saying with the, the Irish, the Scottish, and the Welsh, is their own governments are breeding them out. They're trying to replace them. And the Irish are white. The Scottish are white. The Welsh and the English are white. Now I get that you have a bit of a, um, can I call it, should I call it a conundrum? When you have the Jamaicans, which they call the Yardies, that um, move to England uh, and consider themselves English, all right. If the, Eng- if the English want to do that, okay, that's one thing. But as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to the Irish, the Irish are white. The Scottish are white. The Swiss, the, um, uh, the Swiss, the, the Finns, uh, the Swedes, the Germans, the French, uh, the Spaniards the Greece, these people are white and they're being purposely replaced and uh, it's a real fucking shame that, that people have allowed themselves to believe in this bullshit narrative that <clears throat> that because you know this thing happened back in history that now we all need to pay for it from the sins of our fathers and, and therefore we can't have any kind of a pride in who we come, where we come from especially if you're white it's a it's a real fucking sad day. Well, I'm I'm like <clears throat> I'm like okay, I'm cool with that, but you first. You know those yeah. people running their mouth like that. I'm like you do it first now. <laughs> you know, show me why you want to say that crap and you're looking at me when you say that. I would say them only. You know, like, hey, if, you, if that's what you want to do, you go ahead and do it. But you, don't you dare fucking put that on me and my kids. Don't you put that on me and my people. You know, you want to you wanna feel bad because some, some douchebags that just so happen to be white did some bad things to some people that just so happen to be black. That's on you. That ain't on me. I ain't got any. What I've noticed, what I've really noticed in the past five to six years, um, and probably longer, but it's been highlighted. Uh is that, especially when they were talking about white guilt, is the people who had white guilt are the people who've done something pretty fucked up. You know, I know somebody who's a Democrat who held an intervention with their daughter who was dating a black person. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, that fucking bad. You know what I mean? Held an held an intervention to get them not to to date black men and um wonder how that went well i don't know i mean they're not they i don't think they're dating any black people well here you go here here is one i'm i'm waiting tables at a red lobster and uh all the waiters and waitresses are taking a little break. I'm I'm working apparently, and I'm doing a drive-by, walking by them while they're all sitting down bullshitting. And they're like, "Hey, Billy, what would you do if you know this black guy was dating your sister?" And I was like, "Nothing." And they're like, "Really? You wouldn't?" I'm like, "No, nothing." And both black boys like, "See, he's cool." And uh, I was like, oh, well, I'm cool. I was like, my dad will kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, that, that's not going to fly with him. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, my grandfather was the same way. My grandfather was about as racist as they come, man. Holy shit, my uh, my one cousin, um, and it wasn't her. I don't think her dad ever had an intervention. Um, and, and my point with the story was uh, that this person who had the intervention for their daughter uh, it has is now a, a, you know a pro uh, Democrat. Everything you know listens to the stupid shit and, and parrots all of the talking points from the left and mainstream media and shit like that. So it's like. And, and I, it's not just that person. There's plenty of people that I can say uh, had done that. Um, you know, my, my one buddy from uh, when I first got to Michigan and, and, you know, we became really good friends with him. Uh, he's, a, he's a staunch, he was a staunch liberal. <clears throat> and I remember having conversations with him about race and, you know, all things politics. And, um, and he was the one that I we were at a party at a restaurant and I came into the bathroom and uh, he's on the phone screaming at the top of his lungs, calling the person on the other side of the phone a nigger. And, and I was like, are you, are you okay? You know, this is the same person that's telling me that, you know, Republicans and Christians and whatever are racists and this, that, and the other. And then I come in on him, uh, losing his mind in, in the most racist fashion that you, you, you could think outside of, you know, fiscal violence. Um, and that's just kind of the, the, what I've noticed a lot. And like I said, is those that preach about white guilt are the ones that have it, you know, and and that's how guilt should work. I mean, it's only the guilty should, should only those who have done something wrong should feel guilt. And being that I don't have any guilt, that's pretty good understanding that I, I haven't done any of that shit. I'm good, and even if I did, I'd talk to God, Jesus, and be like, hey, man, uh, <laughs> that was a bad idea. Can you forgive me for that? Well, and I'm the type of person, too, that if I ever did, I would have went and fucking tracked down the person and fucking talk, talk to him and apologize, you know, whatever it may be. Oh, yeah, I will go to anybody that I have done wronged, you know, or I, you know, I think I have. I will approach them and let them know, hey, uh, that was bad. Yeah. I try to be a certain kind of person, and I, I went instead off. Of putting, I went off the rails. Instead of putting it on a on a whole class of people that haven't done anything wrong, and you know, in in order to make yourself feel better, you constantly, uh, constantly character assassinate them. And call them the racist ones and blame it all on them, you know, like the the left does to the Republicans. Again, not that I'm a Republican, but shit, that's that's the thing that's been going on for a long, long time. Man. Well, like me, you know, I'm I'm registered to vote, and I do. Uh, normally, up until recently, I always wrote in Frank Zappa for president. <laughs> always, and. uh uh, and Trump is the only one I've voted for since uh, Clinton. Did you vote for Clinton? I voted for Bill Clinton. No, did you? And uh, well, back you know, then, back in the day, I was sucked Democrat in back then. I was just barely old enough. Yeah, but they, they were normal back then, you know. And I mean, it's funny how, like, the further back you go, well, then you have the the crazy shit that they had done when they created the KKK and all that other stuff. So. <laughs> After that part, but before um, Obama, 
really I'd say before uh, George Bush. George Bush Jr. is when I think politics really started to take a crazy a crazy turn for the worst. Um, and maybe that had something to do with uh, the internet coming about. But um, yet, yeah, I mean, Democrats were normal. Democrat voters, Democrat politicians, for the most part. I mean, they were still, you know, they were still the the party of big government, and they were still chipping away at at rights and whatnot, and and, and making the government grow and increasing the the um, shit our debt. But they were still um, they're still somewhat fucking normal, you know. They, yeah, they, you, they've always been shirts and skins with me. It didn't matter. To me, they both said different things, but their actions were clearly not in line with what their policies, <coughs> their well, platform. Now, you know. However, it might be taking a bit of a change. You have a more populous uh, Republican Party um, now than maybe we've, we've, I don't know if I could say ever have. Yeah, and the Republican Party's had plenty of time to voice and they don't and there is nothing on media anymore even you know Fox I don't, well I don't watch it really I hear Tucker clips all the time yeah Tucker's still pretty damn good I know mean, I might have used to hear some of that was a Brian Seltzer clips <laughs> that guy wow he's, gone, dude. he's out of there he's I would if out. I ever meet that man I'm going to ask him to thumb wrestle. <laughs> he, uh, he might have sticky thumbs from his uh, either his asshole or a donut. So I don't care. I'm still thumb wrestling him. Because he <laughs> kind of looks like a thumb anyway. He does. Is he, you know he's younger than I am? I think he's 36, man. I think he's, uh, yeah, he's young. I mean, no, I think he's even younger than that. I think he's like 34. Fucker, fucker looks older than most friends I got. See, I really think that most of those people, and like him, he was just a character. Well, for sure. I, yeah, I can't believe I mean, someone cool. could be like that. But then, um, man, nothing sums up what's going on now than than the Bible, and like Second yeah. Timothy three, the whole chapter is just laying it out, you know, who <laughs> these people are, what they're doing, you know, black is white and up is down. Yeah. Circles are square, you know, and these people will die believing that and make you believe it. Oh, dude. It is just oh, did, so crazy. Did I tell you I was at a wedding this this past Saturday? I don't know. I was at a wedding. For my cousin. This is on my mom's side, so it's the Irish side. And um, my it was the brother of my Antifa cousin. My Antifa cousin, who is, who is not brave enough to be on the front lines with Antifa. But he certainly supports me. He's the one that kind of caused a rift within my whole family. So anyway, my um, his brother got married. And I really don't have too much of a problem with him. He was once a... Uh, an alcoholic. He, the family hid it pretty well from everyone else because I didn't even know. I, I, I had kind of heard some rumors here and there about him. 
Um, but I guess it was pretty bad. I think he, he got a couple of DUIs and some shit. So anyway, he goes off to um, AA, right? And he meets a whole bunch of people there. And he's already kind of liberal. Uh, he was raised around Ann Arbor. And uh, he's he's kind of liberal. He, he's, I'd say he's a little bit more centrist. He's not as bad as his brother. Well, I go to this wedding. And, um, I mean, it is a leftist utopia there. I know shit. So, in real life, what I have seen on video for the past five years, this fucking dude was a great big old fat fella in a in a dress and chick boots he had a bald head and a beard and makeup and it is so off-putting when you see it in real life like you see it in a, in a video and you're like that's crazy you might even see it in like a, from afar at a at a some march that you're driving through where it's like you got to take a double take. You're like, what the fuck? When you see that shit in real life and you have to be around it, my uncle had to ride an elevator with this guy. <laughs> my old school Italian uncle, man. It was so funny to see his face because, like, I could see, we could see him. Me and my wife could see him from, like, across the room. And we saw him get in that elevator and, like, do a double take. Who the fuck is in here with me? You know what I mean? Oh, man. I mean, nobody said anything. Nobody mistreated him or nothing. But it was just like, holy shit, this is fucking... Oh, this is weird. You know? Like, but, it, I would have yeah. had to said, hey, dude, did you lose a bit? Well, this is when it, it was like kind of all of a sudden real life coming to your front doorstep. Is that my wife ended up going, I got to go to the bathroom. So now I'm like, well, which which stall, which bathroom is this motherfucker going into? You know, because if he goes oh, to my wife, if he's going to yeah, my wife, well, I'm fucking somebody up. I don't give a shit whose wedding this is. I am I am starting some shit. Yeah, well, he would be starting a shit tech. Um, but I guess uh, I guess my uncle, um, because you had to get on the you had to go into the elevator, get to the bathrooms, and so um, I guess my uncle said that he went to the men's room. And uh, he's fucking creeped out. It's so funny. And even my grandmother. My grandmother called it a costume. My old Irish grandmother, born in the in the old country. You know what I mean? She uh, she sees this shit. And she's like, this is fucking weird. This is weird. <laughs> she called it costumes. She's like, all these people are wearing fucking costumes. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, but luckily, like I said, he didn't go into the women's room. Because... Uh, he and my wife was like, dude, if he goes in the fucking restroom with me, she was like, John, I'm going to fuck something up. I'm going to come out here and let you know. You can go. You can go ahead and get arrested. I'll be fine with it. Be like, like yeah, okay. just go ahead and take your your ring and your watch off. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't see the wallet. I the keys. You know, if it's cheap, get me out. If not, let me stay in there. Um, but, yeah, luckily that didn't happen, so. Yeah, I would have had to ask him if he lost a bet. Because I've known some uh, trans dudes, or, you know, and they always look like a woman or tried. I mean, it's hard for a six foot four farmer dude to yeah. really pass off as a woman, but they always, you know, shaved and they didn't look like an idiot more than, you know, I'm like, really? 
but that's just one thing, you know. I'm like, all right, man. You know? <laughs> well, you know, up until that point, um, it was okay. Like, one, you can, if he wants to do that, fine, man. Have at it. It was funny because I came across like a couple of my Republican cousins that were there, which we were all kind of shocked that we all got invited and stuff, right? Because the family was pretty fractured. And their response is much like my response, which is, hey, man, if it makes you happy and that's what you want to do and you're an adult, go do it. Have at it, you know. Now, given, don't expect me to go along with it, you know. Um, and up until the point that, like, my wife was like, is he going to go in the bathroom, in my bathroom with me or whatever? Up until that point, I was like, yeah, fucking, you know, whatever. I'm not going to say anything to him. I'm not going to try and hurt his fucking feelings. I don't give a shit. You want to live that life? Live, live your life. But then it was like, oh, shit, now it's... Now I feel like my wife could be in danger, you know? And I know the left would be like, oh, he's not... Under- no, I'm not taking a chance. You don't get it. I'm not taking that chance. Not with my wife. You're insane, dude. You know, I love my wife. And, yeah, this is like, um, I'm sorry, this is just how I roll. I don't roll the same as you. Yeah. Don't confuse me with you. Especially with the dude that dresses like a woman, plays pretend as if he's a woman, and doesn't really fucking try. He's no, There's no wig. He's bald. as a fucking cue ball. And he's got a beard. <laughs> what a, oh. And, they, and it, they, what's the word? Extentuate? Accentuate? Accentuate. Um, the most outlandish physical characteristics that they can of women. And essentially appropriate a woman. And my wife actually, as we were driving home, she started getting kind of amped up. She was like, you know what? That kind of offends me. Because he wasn't even trying. Like he, She goes, when women go out, we really try. We try to look pretty. And he wasn't even trying. Ugly. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like, if you're going that route, you got to go all in. You can't. No, no. I mean, he looked like a clown. No, no shit. I mean, truly, he looked like a clown. It was that off-putting. Where, like, you could, it, a, a clown is very distinguished. You do not wear makeup with a beard. No. The only way to do that, I did that <clears throat> actually when my niece was Definitely. turning three, I believe, and my mom. <laughs> who had a wonderful sense of humor, told me that my niece wanted me to be a clown with makeup. And I was like, what? I got a beard. <laughs> but, you know, I love my little yeah. niece, so I slapped yeah. some makeup on my face and felt silly for for a little while. Oh, but, yeah. uh, my daughter put makeup on me uh, a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, my wife knows how much. Listen, dude, I was going through some clothes and shit, and there's, um, there's some, they're men's clothes, and they're, they're, some of them were pink. And she was like, as soon as she showed me, I was like, no, men don't wear pink. That's, I, that's something I've lived by my whole life. Boys don't wear pink. I know that there's some men out there that wear pink. I just don't do it. I will wear pink. Can't do it. I mean, you I can't. rock you it. Got no, but you, you know what? I'm, I'm with you, though. I remember a girl made me do that one day, and it was a proper, proper thing to be doing. But anyway, <clears throat> I, I I don't mind it. But I get you. I know where you're yeah. coming from. Yeah, like I would never imagine that Nate Diaz, who won his fight this past weekend, uh, would ever wear pink. You know, 
But you know, well, you some dudes. You know, do. some some can't. guys can pull off earrings. I can't. I can pull off pink. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um. <laughs> you, you're not going to think I'm gay if I'm in a pink shirt. Yeah. It ain't going to happen. Um, to kind of segue into this next topic. Well, so I guess we got to talk about, um, man, I, I really wanted to do this other thing like I was telling you the other day, uh, but I'm probably, maybe I should save it. It's going to suck because it, it didn't happen last night. Um, for anybody that doesn't know me and, uh, well, nobody knows this. Me and, um, Bentley, were going to do a, um, tribute episode for 9-11, yesterday and I was going to um, actually interview all of my past uh, people guests that I've had on and uh, do kind of like five minute clips and uh, I, now I intended to still do it so um, you know maybe I may save that for an, an episode that's upcoming because uh, there's a lot of people that I'd like to have on and, and just give like like I said five little five minute interviews maybe have the same question that I ask everybody and, and um, you know do a tribute um, episode and uh, and have you on it and going deep on nine eleven. Well, how about Again, this? I did do some nine uh, eleven, <clears throat> and uh, one of the things I found was the audio of all the people who called and left voice messages. And what do you mean uh, of? Just calling their own families or something? Yeah, calling home and leaving, you know, leaving a message on the tape recorder at the house or whatever. What were they called? I forget now. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. I don't think it was voicemails, was it? Yeah, it was. What? 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 What the hell? Yeah, it was voicemail, but you had a little machine. It had a tape. Yeah. Voice machine? What did we call those things? I'm like, oh my god. Really? Um, Dude, was I talking with you about the rotary phones? No, I was talking to somebody else about how my kids wouldn't even, they wouldn't even know what to do with the rotary phone. I did see a, a meme of like a smartphone with a rotary dial on it, and I'm like, I like that. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm cool with that. If I could get a hold of one, I would, and I'd make yeah. one at the house. I'd get a line put in just so I could dial but um, yeah, so I listened to all those, and it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible because there were a few of them we were talking about. Yeah, we're watching people jumping from the ninetieth floor. We don't know what the hell's going on. It is bad enough that they were jumping is the answer, right? You know, yeah. Please take care of this. Tell every all my kids every day I love them. Every day, tell them I love them. You know. Oh, jeez, dude. Oh, it was horrible. And, uh, you know, I'd just sit here. Well, I was piddling around the garage, but I was listening. And then uh, yeah. I found a, uh, a Mason County, West Virginia, their police station put on their uh, police line uh, all the calls and stuff of uh, one of the fire departments that day that they were taking. And yeah. so you could hear them all calling into dispatch and doing their thing. And it was pretty wild. Yeah, it is, man. So it was uh, pretty intense. Yeah. 
Well, Gavin McGinnis has talked about before. <laughs> um, I-, I can see why people would think he's a pariah because he talks about how the firefighters went into the buildings and went into wherever they were selling Rolexes and they were stealing the Rolexes. <laughs> hey, man. You know, there's people that we look at as like the heroes and everything and then you got some of them in there fucking... They're like, oh, nobody's going to notice he's missing. You know, fucking, you know what I mean? Like, oh, shit. Well, you know, were they... Uh, did they take him to save them? You know, hey, I just wanted to save these. While I was here, here you go. I would say super. You know what I'm saying, but just to play yeah, devil's know, advocate. <laughs> you get caught with those. That'd be the first thing I'd say. Yep, I got these. I was just trying to preserve them for you. <laughs> here you go. Do I get a reward? <laughs> That's what we get trained as as firefighters is to preserve as much of the uh, property. But yeah, preserve as much of the property as you can. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so hell. I was just I, preserving these. And then I just actually forgot I had them, to be honest with you, man. I had a fucking roof falling on me. Sorry. Right, right. You got them all up and down. Only the boot. Hanging off your SCBAs. Oh, shit. But, yeah, it was a, a horrible day. And there were yeah, so many good. theories about what happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There were so many. And, like... uh you know, you can believe that the government had something to do with it, but then did uh, Israel actually hear what was happening and knew exactly what was getting ready to happen, and their warning was vague, and there's, you know, so many, like, if this is true, then that can't be true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, I know um, people, um, Ambrose, uh, Scott Ambrose... He graduated a couple years behind me, but we'd had moments on the field or the court or whatever in our lifetime. Right. Playing against him. You know, I didn't know him, know him by any means, but uh, he died on one of those airplanes that day. I don't know which one. Dude. You know, so, and then you had people like, they don't, weren't even real people on there. And I'm like, well, what happened to Scott? Because right. he ain't come back to town. Everybody's, you know, tied a yellow ribbon around all the oak trees there in Barbersville. Um, yeah, there's some pretty crazy theories. Uh, the ones that I can't subscribe to, the one, the biggest one is that they were... Um, I'm not saying it's completely 100% out of the realm of possibility, but the one where the both of the airplanes were holograms, the planes didn't actually hit the tr- the towers. Yeah, because I that just, means they did something else with, with my buddy. Well, he wasn't my buddy, but the person I know. Yeah, and I mean, I've heard that some of the explanations to these theories where, like, they just killed them at the airport and never let them fly, and the you know, it's some crazy shit. That, like yeah, I, that I would just, piss me off even more. And I didn't oh, know him, but I know, like, I do know firsthand people that I grew up with that knew him personally. You know, so right. I know they lost a good friend. He was supposedly a really super duper dude. All I ever wanted to do was knock him down. I ran into yeah. him on the court. <laughs> right. Yeah, but yeah, um, you know there are you know, so many 
um, I listened to a lady that was down on the first floor for, you know, a lot of that action that went on and and the the explosions that she heard and the things that she went through. I could go into detail, but not right now. That anybody made it out, you know. Like I remember in the beginning, I just thought the buildings collapsed and nobody made it out. Well, I, I saw a meme, and it's a uh, wide shot, so you can see the twin tires, and they're both got the black smoke rolling on them. But you can look at something probably like the George Washington Bridge, and on it you can see a uh, a red engine fire truck headed that way. And it was like right. circled, and I think it's like, you know, I don't know the number, but like, you know, here's engine 181 on the way to that, and you know, and I think they all died. But here they were, you know. Jeez. And they're like, yeah. Then you know, did that not happen? You know what I'm saying? It. Uh, I was listening a little bit more about the floors falling, and some of that was starting to make a little bit of sense. But I'm still pissed off about that day. I did try to join the uh, military, like a day after that. Yeah, I, I was in. But I'd already been in, but they wanted me to sign a piece of paper swearing that some of the things that I did while I was in the first time that I didn't do, and so I wouldn't sign that. I was like, come on, it's okay, we know. And I'm like, well, no, if I sign this, (laughs) you know, (laughs) uh, know, no, that's stupid. Right. You know, you need to take that out. And he's like, what do you think will happen? I was like, I think that I will get to go. Because I told him, you know, I was like, honestly, dude, I just want to go kill Bin Laden. I'll go shoot him. You point me in yeah, the direction. That a lot of us had. I mean, that was what got me into, uh, or, or at least I think drove me to support um Bush Jr. and the war in Iraq. You know, I think I've been pretty forthright when it, when it comes to my history with all that. I, I definitely supported the war in Iraq. I wanted the people. I wanted after nine eleven. I wanted the people that did that to suffer. I wanted. I wanted revenge. Um, and I wanted to take down any kind of threat that we had coming towards well, us. How about this? When my dad and I were watching the. Uh, Explosion, or we were somewhere in a government building, and uh, they had TVs hanging down. And uh, as soon as we saw the second one hit, my dad turned to me and was like, "That was Bin Laden." I was like, "Who?" And he talked about some uh, boat that he blowed up the something. He's like, and he was tied into the dude trying to blow up the parking garage yeah and i was like oh yeah and i mean i'm talking like soon as it hit he told me that was osama bin laden interesting i know if he was listening to bill cooper well he is a staunch democrat too or was your dad yeah at that time like uh i knew how politics were at that point i could 
I knew how that was in in West by God, Virginia, not in the real world at that point. I was still kind of uh, wet behind the ears about some things because, right. like I said, like the next day, I uh, I even uh, told him like when my name popped up, the recruiter looked shocked. He actually almost looked a little scared. He's like, "Well." we got a red flag on you. I'm like, I know. It's cool. <laughs> just let just let ever tell the red flag person I want to join back up. <laughs> I guess it never took, huh? No, it took, but uh, that was where in my contract that I was getting ready to sign that I was going to sign that I didn't do things that I'd already done in the military and got out of the military free and clear of all that the first time you know what i'm saying interesting we're gonna have to have a chat off off uh air <laughs> if, and i didn't really do i wasn't like some kind of secret agent i was just a dumbass and a lot of times in, in my excuse like we're talking to a uh full bird colonel usually uh, I would just be like, I am just really a dumbass, sir. <laughs> you know, and they, you know, they're like, you are, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah, it's uh, it's one that I think. Like I said, I think I think we're gonna do um, if you're up for it, a separate episode that'll be uh, more of a tribute to it specifically, and also to have those other because I really want to be able to do that. Hopefully, I'll be able to. Man, I mean, the, my schedule has just been so fucking so packed every day. Every I, I mean, it's just insane. Like usually, I might have a day or two where it's just like nothing, you know. And I'm like, or you know, one or two things that do some work and it's not no deal every fucking day it has just been and whatever I don't get done you know like just like today whatever I don't get done today has to go on tomorrow and then it's fucking compacted with you know what I gotta do tomorrow and it's ooh ooh good problem to have but holy shit I get it's making more sense why I've uh, I've got more gray hair and buddy my beard is getting there man I got these two weird little um uh uh saber tooth tiger uh looking white Fang in my beard. <laughs> I go, cool. look like Fang. No shit, dude. I look like fucking. Uh, I look I like brush them down beard. nice and neat. Yeah, well, I just trimmed up too, man. I had my my beard was about as long as as uh, I've ever had it, and uh, I finally trimmed up. And then um, I was like, oh shit! Even with my beard, I look like I don't have a chin <laughs> compared to what I did. Uh, so. Um, but any hizzle, yeah. Let's uh, let's do that uh, soon. Um, hopefully, uh, I, we can. I'm sure you can probably pull it off. Um, it's just a matter of me getting my shit together and being able to uh, clear my schedule a little bit from this other shit. But um, outside of that, so we'll, like I said, we'll come back to that at a different date. Um, 9/11. You know, just kind of wanted to touch on it for a minute. But. Um, and this this was one that I wanted to that you had brought up like the perfect segue into earlier um, that I'm kind of coming back to. But we have a couple of uh, entertainment uh, 
pieces, issues here. Because I'm only going to be able to stay on for maybe another 10, 15 minutes. Um, have you heard anything? There's three, two big, um, one is like a blockbuster movie that's coming out. One is a TV show. I don't want to say any of these are hits or good or anything, but uh, you have She-Hulk on Disney. You have a movie that's coming out called uh, The Woman King. If you can wrap your mind around it. You have another one, uh, The Lord of the Rings, uh, that just came out. What is that on? Amazon. Amazon, that's right. I haven't watched it yet. I'm probably I did watch The Samaritan. I did watch that. Yeah, it wasn't good. And, uh, I mean, it was awkward. Well, was my awkward. favorite part was when he was when he come up out of the hole and said he was the bad guy. Because I'd actually yeah. said that to a couple fellows one day, and they <laughs> actually got scared and ran away. But it, it kind of <laughs> reminded me of that when he would come up out there. He was just like, I am the bad guy. <laughs> Dude, like, I go that get him. Really. But uh, yeah. I, I was watching it with my son, and I was like, "He's the—he's not the Samaritan. He's the bad guy." And he goes, "Yeah, I, I think that's—that's that's it too." So whatever they did to be able to give that away, that was that we call that pretty early on in that movie. But well, it apparently, was still, a lot of people did. Yeah, I'm sure it was so easy to tell. I mean, they were just foreshadowing it, you know, throughout constantly calling him the Samaritan and the good guy and you're just like, I don't know, man. He might, this might have a twist in it. But, um, and then there's a new, uh, another TV show, a spinoff coming out. Um, there was a TV show called The Rookie and now there's a new spinoff. So, I guess I'll start with She-Hulk. Now, have you seen any of these? Uh, no, no. Um, uh, I saw without any sound a moment or two of She-Hawk and I so like, I haven't seen any of these either she looked Which, like she was bigger than the Mark Ruffalo She-Hawk bigger than him well maybe maybe in like the, when they're not the Hulks standing next to each other because Mark Ruffalo is a is a little bit equal. um but uh and I'm pretty certain it was Mark Ruffalo who owned and, and the She-Hawk was in heels yeah, she. Uh, so <laughs> Marvel, Marvel is confusing because they are focusing on comic book characters that nobody gave a shit about. Um, Moon Knight being one of them. Nobody knew who the fuck Moon Knight, Moon Knight was. So it's easy yeah, to make them gay or movie. straight or whatever. Yeah, well, they didn't even stick to the. And this is what Hollywood does. They don't stick to the source material. I knew. I know that with every show that comes out, it's just like this is not going to be fucking. You know, this ain't going to be shit. I mean, I say that, and yet they've also done Daredevil. They've done X Men. They've kind of done Fantastic. I mean, I guess they did do Fantastic Four, but um, they tried that twice and failed. Yeah, they did the Avengers, and that was obviously really good for them. So they kind of the Avengers kind of drove the uh that what's called the MCU. Um I like to say Blade drove MCU. That well thank you for pointing that out. Blade did. A lot of people don't know that, dude. Especially when they came out with Black Panther who was a D level character. Nobody gave a shit about Black Panther. Um Yeah, Blade he's coming was, out of nowhere. Yeah, well it was the 
time, it was kind of that time in, in our culture when, you know, the left, you, you could have come up with any black character, but, you know, you got one that's called Black Panther, and you obviously have, like, the Black Panthers that were out there, and, you know, it, it was just kind of a, I think it was the perfect time for the left to do something like that. And I never watched it because I don't watch politicized bullshit, you know, for the most part. Um, That's why I've uh, stayed away from the boys. Yeah, well, well the last maybe. season, I'm like I don't yeah, want to see it now, and I want to see Dean from Supernatural. Oh, yeah. They didn't do him bad, man. They really didn't. I mean, you know, you understand it that like all these that they're putting his character in there, and all of, and you have an understanding that the vast majority of super superheroes in this storyline are all bad or at least like you know petulant children with superpowers yeah uh and they didn't do him bad i mean he was i would say he's the saving grace of the show he really is um, of course and uh and i don't know maybe he he had that as a part of his contract that he didn't want to be some kind of super um super piece of shit well i know, you know if if dean from supernatural showed up with his brother, Sam. They they'd fuck them all up. They they'd fuck them all up. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For then, sure. then the old man would be like, balls. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know what I can't wait for is Justified. Uh, they're coming out with the uh, mini... I think a mini series or something like that. Cool. Uh, well, I liked that one. I liked old dude. He uh, he owned that character. I can't remember. Yeah, uh, Timothy Elephant playing Raylan Givens. Yeah, he owned that. Have, yeah, you have Walter Goggins who played Boyd Crowder, and and, uh, and he, he owned that. <laughs> oh, for sure, dude. He owned. They they both did so damn good. That was such a good TV show. Really, I mean, one of my favorites. Um, I would almost rank it, man, maybe on the same level as Dexter. It was, it's such a good show. Um, and it has such a, a tie-in to Deadwood, you know. Um, oh, yeah, because, well, Timothy was in that, right? Yeah, he yeah. was uh, Sheriff, Sheriff, uh, shit, what was the Sheriff's name in that? Um, damn, it's right on the tip of my brain. But he brought over a lot of the people that acted in that into uh, Justified. Uh, in fact, the one that says balls from uh, from uh, Supernatural. Supernatural, yeah. He, he was in Deadwood. And then he also had a, a guest spot um, on an episode or two in Justified, I believe. I think he was a sheriff. Um, yeah, so um, I think they all were friends and Oh shit! Uh, Nick's, I think his name is Nick Cersei. He was the F. He was the uh, marshal, the marshal's um, chief or whatever. He's like a uh, he's a big time conservative in Hollywood, and he's been working and and uh, kind of making the rounds throughout the conservative media circles for the last five years or so. Um, and he worked with Timothy, like I said, Timothy Oliphant on um, Justified. And uh, and yeah, man, he's just a he's a cool cat. So and just like he was in in Justified, he was he was a pretty cool character. And uh, he's the same. So you know that 
they did really well with that. You know, they didn't stick to any kind of political bullshit. And, you know, they weren't hyper, well, hyper politicized. And True. they stuck to the story and they stuck to old fashioned. Um, it was like a modern cowboy western. Yeah. Spaghetti western. Yeah. And it really was. And it just, it did so good. It's, it's, and that, it's and that was an original. And that's something like Samaritan, <clears throat> whether you liked it or not. I didn't see, I mean, we saw plenty, I guess, tropes in it, but we saw a new character. And so yep. that's why when, you know, we're going to make Captain America a gay woman. I'm like, can't you come mm-hmm. up with a different superhero? Yeah, it's just, it's swapping out characters. It's, 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 it's like just driving these, these new characters from the old ones not having any real. And for me, Captain America is Shazam, but they've made it that into two different characters. Okay. Yeah. And that goes Um, back into the, like the thirties. I've got some of those old, uh, movies, you know, those were serials. Well, so for He Shulk, He Shulk, She Hulk, um, I it's I guess I can see if like for a TV show, I don't, I, you know, I can kind of see them making one for her, but they they turned up the wokeness to a fucking level. Now I've just seen a whole bunch of clips. A lot of this, I mean, somebody could, you know, certainly use against me that I haven't seen any of these. Sure, but I don't want to see any of them. And even with not even seeing them, I've seen clips, a lot of clips from these and heard other people talking about it and stuff. And from what I have seen, um, it is, it's hard to watch, you know, to the point where I wouldn't want to watch the whole thing. It, it, it's just, it's too much in just the previews I've seen. Yeah. Um, look, on top of, on top of a lot of uh, not liberal leftists uh, tearing it apart, its own people. Uh, it's getting terrible ratings. You know, you might have some ultra lefties that give it good ratings just to carry on the toe the line. But there's a, um, a clip of of uh, the woman talking to. So how it goes is this: She Hulk is cousins with the Hulk, right? And uh, in the show, they get in an accident. They're riding in a car. And I guess they get an accident, and um, I don't know how the Hulk can get cut up. Was he? Yeah, I think he stays the Hulk the whole time. Because well, anyway, the Hulk bled, or did uh, Ruffalo? David Banner, or, uh, not David Banner, um, Bruce Banner. Uh, Was it him as a human? Yeah, that's the part that I guess it, he must have been a human because the Hulk can't bleed, or at least right. not like that. You Unless know, he was like so close to his cousin and it was made him maybe. weaker than normal. Or like, because he was scrunched into a VW bug. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, it must have been when he was Bruce Banner. Um, I guess he, he can turn back out into not the Hulk. So anyway, um, yeah, that's what it was. So he, they got in an accident. But even then, like he's how it's supposed to go is when he gets hurt, he turns into the Hulk so there's no bleeding. But anyway... He bleeds on her, on one of her open wounds, and she ends up, I guess she must have been genetically gifted like him in the sense that she could take in this this 
gamma radiated blood and turning and now she's the Hulk. That's not how it happened in the fucking comic books. Uh, in the comic books, she was going to die, and Bruce Banner had he had this whole you know he had he went through turmoil of like, well, if I give her my blood, she might like she could die or she if if you know best case scenario she becomes a Hulk too. Well, he does it. He gives her the blood and she becomes She Hulk, right? So which would have been a much better story than this one because this stupid broad is like. In this storyline, she is like the feminist's feminist. You know, she's single. She, I think it's in New York. She's a, a lawyer. You know, she's focused on her career, career all the time. And then they have this argument between Mark Ruffalo's cucked version of the Hulk and her. And she's uh, talking down to him about how she can control her temper because the men that she's around in this patriarchy of a society and uh, she gets catcalled and if she says anything that she's thought of as being emotional and all this other shit and then you know she goes on to say that she's better at controlling her temper because she has to do it infinitely more than the Hulk who if you follow the storyline even in the MCU lost everything you know, he he had to go run away and, and stay away from everybody and, and lose all contact with all of his loved ones and yada, yada, yada. So it's such a fucking horseshit comparison, you know. But this stupid winch writer um, that's a part of this this uh, show uh, felt it necessary to write this part in. And it just doesn't make any sense, dude. Um which a lot of parts don't. Like, after the accident, I guess she creeps up to this bar and then, like, sneaks in the back the back way and, and gets into a, a bathroom, and these girls come in and all of a sudden just start helping her out. I mean, it's so fucking unbelievable. But, you know, that's the, the entertainment that we have because we don't have stories like mine that are out there in uh, TV form. One day. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so that's She-Hulk. It's terrible. Terrible ratings. Um, and, uh, dude, I don't know if it's going to make for another season. No, I would assume they're probably going to push it forward. Yeah, um, they will lose money to get yeah, their point across. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, now, I can't imagine it lasting five seasons. I think they'll save face with, you know, two or three seasons and maybe end it there, maybe put her character into a movie or two. Um, and as much shit as I give Marvel, they've had some fucking home runs with Dare, the Daredevil TV show, the Punisher spinoff. Uh, those two were great. Luke Cage was really good. Um, Jessica, I, Jones. I Jessica Jones. I never watched that one, but I did watch it when it was uh, The Defenders. That was a pretty cool one. Uh, Iron Fist, I watched that, but it was terrible. Terrible acting. Um, it, it, it was... was terrible. <laughs> I watched it because I'm such a stupid comic book fan. I didn't watch the other ones for a long time because that one was so terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I never watched Jessica Jones because I never read the comic books. You know, I just didn't give a shit, you know. So I, I read Luke Cage. I read Iron Fist. I read uh, certainly Daredevil. Daredevil was one of my favorites. Um, the Punisher, absolutely. So, you know, I watched those. Uh, and they were all pretty good with the exception of Iron Man. But, um, 
and whoever was writing for him did a great job with the foot or not the foot the hand um, the foot's from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, you know so they did good they, they've done some pretty good stuff Thor I just watched Thor Love and Thunder the other day not as bad as I thought it would be um, It there is some woke shit in there the rock guy from Ragnarok uh He's he's from a gay civilization. It's two, and I don't know why he calls it boys. I guess I don't know if there's girls, but from what he said is that two men, um, I guess, love each other and they hold their rock hands together over a a volcanic pool for a month, and then they pull their hand out and there's a, a new baby boy rock thing. So it's just like, God, this is gay. <laughs> and then um and then they have Valkyrie who's who's uh the leader of new um ah shit. Where's Thor from? Um uh, uh, whatever Garcia or Yeah, whatever the name of that is. Um so they have a new place on Earth that is that place and she's the uh governor of it and they kinda hinted at that at the end of uh Avengers, Avengers Endgame. So, uh, you know, having this woman of color who is, by the way, a friggin' staunch lesbian. <laughs> and she's hot, too, dude. So she's, she's, uh, she's like almost racially ambiguous. Um, but she's the leader there. And, um, and then fucking the way that they did Jane Foster becoming quote unquote Thor was not bad. I, it was believable. You know, I wasn't mad at it. Like I was mad at it before I watched it because I heard that she was going to be the new Thor. Um, but they did pretty good. I, I wasn't uh, when I when I saw what they did with it. I was like, all right, not bad, not bad. What? You know, so, <clears throat> Helmsworth and yeah, Thor. Yeah, you'd have to see what I'm talking about because it. I've always said, listen, all right. If you're going to give. If you're going to make a woman a badass, right, in terms of, like, battle and fighting and stuff like that, you have to – there has to be a reason for it. And it can't be this natural – she's just, you know, Angelina Jolie at 115 pounds can take on a linebacker without any superpowers or something to that effect. Even Mila Jovovich in Resident Evil, there was a reason for it. She was genetic. She had a, something going on in her blood and in her genes that – when given this virus, gave her superpowers. It was like, all right, that makes sense. And she's a fucking badass, and she's hot. You know, it's like, all right, cool. Yeah. I can believe that. I can, I can uh, suspend reality for that, and it makes sense. Um, and kind of the same with Jane Foster in this one. It was like you'd, you'd have to see what I'm talking about, but if you watch it, it makes a lot more sense. And it's like, all right, I'm not so mad at it. You know, the other parts, it's like it, but it was all within my threshold of like what I can deal with in watching these things. So Thor. Love and Thunder, not bad. I'd give it maybe about a man, B minus C plus somewhere around there. But that's also because it's a prequel, or I'm sorry, a, a sequel to all the other movies that they made. And they did really good with all the Thor movies and Iron Man movies. I thought that they were done pretty good. And maybe the majority of the Avengers movies were decent. Uh, could have been better, you know. But um, I like many them. people. Oh, I watched uh, Wonder Woman. 1984. I never watched it. I watched the first one, though. How did that go? It was alright. <clears throat> I liked it. I was cool yeah. with it. I heard a lot of people said it sucked, but I was like, I don't know. Looked alright by me. 
But right. uh, and then I had a big Linda Carter thing at the very very end. But uh, what is disturbing most of all now to me is Chris Pine. Yeah. You know he's in it. Star Trek. Yeah. And uh, then I found out who his daddy is, and then I'm like, oh, now I just see. Who's <laughs> when I tell you who his dad is, you'll be like, damn. I'm like, it's like a young version of his dad. Well, his dad, did you ever watch uh, Chips? Is it the the white guy from Chips? It is the uh, captain of Chips. Let's see who the captain is. That is uh, two guys in my in my mind right now. Yeah, the captain, the one that used to do all the briefing and told him what to do. Yeah. That is Chris Pine's daddy. Interesting. And he looks just like him, but right, a younger, prettier version. Right. Um. Yeah, I've never disliked Chris Pine too much. I guess there's a new army movie that he's in, or military movie that he's in that uh, he does all right in. Um, so there's these three other uh, shows slash movies. Um, you have one, uh, the spinoff of The Rookie that has... Uh, oh, it's not Queen Latifah. Who the fuck is it? It's, uh, it's another... It's a black, out-of-shape woman that... Uh, is this new rookie and she's some kind of badass it follows you know it's it's just, it just follows the woke strategy and the woke strategy of taking a successful show in the rookie after a few seasons or even a few successful episodes and then it starts to replace or derive a story off of it that has to go with a, a woke agenda you know mm-hmm. it's the same with what's happening with the lord of the rings the lord of the rings which was uh, wrote by uh, uh, a writer who was devoutly Catholic, and and uh, they're now taking it and forcing into it "quote unquote" diversity. Um, I've seen some of the clips. I saw the one about the racist, the racist guy against elves, calling him pointy ears or dagger ears or some stupid shit like that, and. You got this woman elf who is like the baddest warrior out of all of them, and all this other shit. And it was like, ugh. Tolkien, and Tolkien, um, when he wrote uh, Lord of the Rings, he was basing it off of medieval Europe, which is primarily white. So, and even in what he was writing about, it was diverse enough, uh, almost or, like an organic diversity, because you had elves, you had uh, um, well, they human. all didn't like each other. Right, and they didn't like each other, but they came together to fight against uh, Sauron and his orcs and all that shit, you know? And then you had, I can't remember what the, you had the hobbits, the elves, the humans, and then what are the, the not the midgets, but they're like, they're like midgets. They're hobbits. bigger than the hobbits. Oh. No, they're bigger than the hobbits, but they're smaller than the humans and the elves. And they're little badasses with battle axes and shit. Dwarves. So you had these four groups of people. Dwarves, yeah. yeah. These four groups of people that came together to fight Sauron and to get the, the ring to the volcano place where Sauron lived. Now they've they're 
forcing in there. They're making uh, uh, the guy that played Agent Smith from uh, The Matrix. Right. They're making his younger character gay. Um, they're a gay robot computer program. Yeah, he's gay, Mister Smith, uh, gay Agent Smith. Um, I mean, and really everything I'm hearing about it, I've watched a couple of people's uh, reviews on it, and it's nothing but woke horseshit, and and it's getting terrible reviews, terrible reviews, because there's a whole bunch of it that doesn't even make sense. And I mean, this is like, this is Bezos's pet project, like major pet project right now and it's just absolutely failing because they're pushing all of this woke nonsense into this thing that should have never been you know that already had all of these these aspects to what it is that they're doing they're only trying to infuse it with modern day politics uh, that we have today from a leftist bent you know and it's just not ever going to work it just isn't you know they're always going to be the minority this is the far left that's taken over the entertainment industry that was already left and liberal enough um, and now they're just forcing it upon people, and nobody wants to see this bullshit. You know, you don't want to see all this, you know, racial and uh, hatred and and constant um, regurgitation of all these things. Uh, you know that we've already been seeing in all the rest of the, uh, entertainment, and now on something that we've watched before. I watched all the Lord of the Rings movies um, and all the Hobbit movies, and they were all great. You know, and then to take all that and destroy it with this, this woke nonsense—it's just well. Uh, <clears throat> all it can tell you is that uh, they got rid of the woke nonsense at <laughs> because you saw the Hobbit. They're doing like pre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good point. I did think about that because this is a prequel, and they must have got so sick and tired of the horseshit <laughs> that they returned to normalcy. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Maybe it just goes to show you that. See, you know, all that all woke bullshit got all that started. Yeah. Well, all these woke pussies ended up getting killed by Sauron, and it left all the real men behind, the real men and women, <laughs> to face off against them. That's funny. Um, and then there's another movie that's coming out called The Woman King. Uh, can't remember the names. The, the the ah fuck I'm gonna have to look it up. I guess. All right, so I heard one of my friends scream something about a woman can't be a, a queen can't be a king. There's a song. If all of the kings put their queens on the throne, or a king can't be a queen. We would pop champagne. I was like, oh, it's such a fuck it, dude. Oh, it's such a bad song. It's such a poppy, stupid like Christina Aguilera derived you know cookie cut out girl that sings this dumbass pop does she song. look dirty like Christina Aguilera always did yeah I would say sort of like that I mean you know she's fuckable but she's ugh I'll be like nasty. hey girl you're gonna have to go take a shower yeah she just gives those slut vibes you know um, but yeah that's the like the main uh, uh, hook of the song if all of the queen, if all of the kings put their queens on the throne, we would pop champagne and something. Remember the rest. It's just like, what fucking king would be that dumb to go? You know what, queen? Let me put you on the throne, and I'm going to step down. Fuck off. Say goodbye to your, your kingdom, dumbass. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean, 
Uh, some women are just smarter than men. Uh, how about this? I heard, this is all whatever you want to make of it also, but uh, George Washington was uh, apparently quite the dumbass and just kind of fumbled into things. Like he fumbled in and started the French-American War at one point, or French and in- or American Indian War, and then anyway, when the Revolutionary War came out, Martha White or his uh, not Martha White, but uh, his old lady was there every night, and she supposedly was the uh, strategic strategic woman. Strategic planner yep for George Washington yep I don't know I don't know how much you believe that one that's a hard one to believe <laughs> I mean I guess I can't rule out the possibility of it but um so well uh how about when uh Woodrow Wilson was uh out for two years and his old lady was president in uh I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that there haven't been good, or that that even now that there aren't leaders, uh, good women that would be. Yeah, I'm not good, saying she was good. Good people that could be good women that could be leaders and do well, um, but they're not going to come from the left. That well, shit ain't going to work. Apparently, they're in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carrie Lake. She's pretty cool. I like MT- MTG, man. She's she's fucking awesome. Um, I like Bobart. I like Bobert. She's good. Uh, I mean, these are these broads are like for as much as AOC and the squad talk about like being held down or being oppressed or whatever it may be. These other women are fucking Bobert and and MTG and and even Carrie Lake like these women are fucking they got some backbones on them man you know and they're really facing oppression and uh, from the left from from women on the left and um, they're standing strong so you know they're they're perfect examples of the fact that yes women can be leaders um, and be fucking good at it be strong Especially when when men are definitely not standing up and doing it. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of people don't realize, because we live in such a a comfortable lifestyle in this age, that the reason that men were leaders is because of all of the bad men that were out there. For all of our history as human beings, men had to keep the women protected from bad men that would come around. That's just what it was. And so we developed little tribes, little groups, where the men were the leaders, and they would protect the women. That's just, it was a natural, organic process. And every single culture around the globe, every race, every group, every country, all over every continent, that is how it went. You needed men to protect the women from other bad men that would come around. Women can say, oh, well, you know, that's because men are bad and, and, you know, women should get a chance or whatever. That's, I'm not, I'm saying that's how it came about. You know, that's how we built civilization. That's why there were, there were kings before queens. That's why that, that came about in that process. That's why the patriarchy, which we need to return to, was so strong. It's a natural thing that happened. But anyway, 
so this movie, The Woman King, um, which I've been seeing previews of it for a while, and even in the previews, understand well, number one in the title alone, a woman is not a king, a woman is a queen. They're already taken and and trying this is a woke title in and of itself, right? They're trying to swap out um the man for the woman. And in this, what they're what the how the storyline's supposed to go. Now this whole thing is is a load of shit. It, this is they try to say it's based off a true story. I guess it's quote unquote based off a true story, but it's not going to tell the true story of what happened. This deals with uh, the um, I guess you say it, the agoji, which would be the all female uh, warrior unit. Um, I don't know how they're going to they're going to show it in the movie, but in real life, uh, the French decimated them. The French uh, soldiers that came in fucking went through them like a hot knife through butter. Uh, but they're in whole a part of the Dahomey tribe. D-A-H-O-M-E-Y. I know them. Go ahead. I know Dahomey's because Dahomey, <laughs> the Dahomey's, and this is how I remember them, they're the ones that started selling blacks to the whites. Oh, thank you. Dude, just the way you said it. <laughs> Oh shit! I thought I thought you were saying it like my homies, the homies. <laughs> the homies are the ones that started selling. They went out and <laughs> captured the black boys and girls and sent them right over, sold them, and got guns and went and got more. Yeah. I well, I don't. Did they have guns back then? No, I don't well, know they didn't they have guns. Well, at one point, right. well, that you know, throughout history, and that's how it happened. They got that, you know, here's a bunch of, uh, you know, they would capture their prisoner of wars <clears throat> and then trade them for guns and then go get more and then get now, gold and everything else. Wikipedia and Encyclopedia Britannica and all the rest of them, because this movie is coming out and it's, it's a blockbuster. Like I said, they're making it a blockbuster. They're bringing enough attention to it. They're probably going to so screenshot everything that you can on these fuckers and hold on to it because they are going to edit all of this. They are going to 1984 this story um, or the stories of, of these people because this is going to bring a lot of attention to Africa and Africa's history. The Dahomey tribe, along with many other tribes in um, in Africa, I don't know how I don't know how much this this movie is going to focus on it. But these tribes would fight other tribes on purpose, and they would, uh, I mean, obviously you fight another tribe on purpose, but they would on purpose search out slaves, and they would buy and sell trades, or buy and sell slaves with other tribes, and were a massive part of the transatlantic slave trade. Oh, yeah. So, um, and I would also argue that before the transatlantic slave trade, they were part of the uh, the Arabic slave trade um, that happened fucking for hundreds of years prior to the the Europeans ever stepping foot uh, on the continent of Africa. Uh, so, uh, the, I think what they're doing with the movie again, it's I don't think it's even out yet. Uh, it's getting close to it though. Um, Seemingly, what it shows in the in the uh, in the movie is that this woman and her 
uh, Gojis are are trying to fight off the evil white uh, Europeans that are coming in. <clears throat> um, and, and I don't know if they're, they're going to try and make it as if they, they were the abolitioners of slavery and shit. No, 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 no. Um, abolition uh, didn't come to Africa until the Europeans started to push this, the, the issue on Africans. Um, it was the Europeans in America, or the United States of America, that first uh, started to abolish yeah. slavery. Because they uh, were overrun with slaves. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> yeah, down in, in Africa, for certain. Well, it's still going on today. Yeah. There's plenty. I mean, we've talked about it. There's plenty of um, countries, if not all countries in, in Africa, that have slave trade that are going on. But in terms of like chattel slavery, they absolutely have it. In, I think it's most most of the northern um, countries of Africa. They got it going on right now. So, <clears throat> which is why I never take the left serious when they talk about you know slavery in America and racism and all that other bullshit because uh, it's still going on to this day and they're not talking any shit about about that. So, um, a big and, and I also want to point this out about this movie. Um, they're targeting black people for certain. But more so, black men. They're emasculating, especially with this fucking title. They're emasculating the black men. Um, they're making black men gay. Uh, you have uh, what's that guy that's saying "Old Town Road"? Whatever he is, he's I think a tool that's being used right now to really turn or attempt to turn more black men gay. Um, they're was that with Billy Ray? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hollywood is, is really focusing on making all black people victims and not letting them forget it. You know, um, they, they're pushing promiscuity on the, the black women. Um, well, when they find out <clears throat> black people did what they did, <clears throat> because over the years I got to bring up the homies with my homies, my black brothers and sisters. And uh, they didn't care for that. They were pissed off. Not at me. They were pissed off because they didn't know that. Sure. They're well, like, what? I'm like, yeah, dude. And they got more guns to go get more. And they become rich and powerful. You know? The, I mean, I do remember when I was in school, just barely glancing over the fact that there were tribes in Africa that sold um, black people into slavery, but they more so focused on the white people that took or bought um, black slaves. You know, and brought them to the United States, and, they, and that's what they really harped on. Uh, today's history books, I mean, we'll see. I'll, I'll, um, I'll be talking with my son um, now that he started uh, school again and see what they're teaching now, but I can only imagine it's 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 almost all but forgot that um, black Africans uh, sought out other blacks and um, turned them into slaves and, and sold them off to the highest bidder. Yeah, cattle. Yeah, um, and I guess I guess this tribe of Dahomey, um, they uh, they would teach the Europeans how to like how. 
poorly treat the slaves. Something to that effect. Um, but also <laughs> with this, well, not just this movie, but the entertainment industry as a whole, they attack the, most specifically, I think, the black traditional family. You know, the mother and father family. I don't think that they want to see that within the, within the black community at all. Um, and they do that, I think, in a couple of ways in order to make them more animalistic um, so that they can keep them as, in a way, slaves on a new plantation and, and pets, you know. And uh, and another thing that's, kind of, that's always gotten to me is that when debating uh, like a leftist atheist is that I don't think they know that black people uh are, are there's a lot of black christians out there you know it's so it's so weird like if i if i ever am, am in a debate like i'll step back for a minute and look at it and like realize holy shit you think it's only white people you know like you, you've never said these these fucking leftist atheists have never seen a, a jesus with a jerry curl you know <laughs> they'll talk about like jesus you know a blonde eye a blonde hair blue eyed jesus and not that it's ever been in a Catholic church, but it's usually in like a Protestant church. And it's only like one. I've only ever seen that. It, I've never seen it in real life. I've only ever seen pictures of it, you know, in whatever I'm looking at. But it's never been in real life. I've never seen a blue-eyed, blue-eyed, blonde-haired Jesus in, in a church in the South. I've never seen it. No. Um, but what I have seen is a Jesus with a jerry curl. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had my, uh, my buddies down in, in Tennessee when I first got down there. And uh, I spent the night at one of their houses. And I looked up and was like, who's that? And I go, it's Jesus. <laughs> he had a Jerry Curl, dude. I was like, man, he looks tan, dude. <laughs> well, they say he was kind of uh, ugly. Oh, Jesus. I've never seen him. Like in the Old Testament? They said he was, like, what, homely looking? Yeah, he's a, a brute of a dude, you know, kind of beat up looking face, not handsome. Mm. I never heard that. I've always heard Maybe that. Jeremiah, Isaiah, huh. talking about the, my, uh, you know, the uh, Messiah of the future. Well... I've always, I mean, the only description I'd ever heard of him or read of him was more so that he was just a carpenter and that uh, carpenters back then were <clears throat> basically, I mean, they did everything, you know, I mean, given they didn't have electricity and necessarily plumbing, but um, they worked with obviously wood, but also um, the masonry aspect, not Freemasonry, but like the masonry aspect of, of carpentry. Well, you know, Jesus was the original board stretcher. If ever there was a board stretcher or somebody <laughs> who could come up with an airbook, it would be Jesus. Well, there's a. Um... <clears throat> the other one? What's the fluid one? Light fluid or something like that? Uh, uh, the early years of Jesus, somebody. There's some of that in. That you can go find ancient, uh, like so killing a buddy of his, bringing back birds, or oh no 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 that was uh, that was the Gnostic the bullshit Gnostic Gospels. Yeah, those uh, uh, 
those there. Yeah, those Blanks Bemek, uh stories that came out fucking when were they? Some of them came out within the last couple of, a couple hundred years. Um, yeah, I'm not um, all in on that because some of that goes against his nature. Oh, for sure. Oh, without a doubt. Um, yeah, I mean that's what that's a big part of why they weren't ever included in the at the Council of Nicaea. One part was because they weren't even around at that point, right? They can they ended up coming in um, much much later, even past the the Council of Nicaea, where the four canonical books. Um, I feel like I've done a couple episodes on this. Uh, were all wrote prior to seventy A.D. A lot of people put I think it was John at ninety A.D. It's like no. All three, all four of them were. Um, I think it was Matthew, Mark, Luke. Luke was the, I think, the oldest out of the four, because it was wrote by somebody who um, was doing an investigation um, after the uh, the other three. And uh, the reason that they were all before seventy A.D. was because uh, the temple had been um, destroyed in seventy A.D. And what bigger, because Christ had made the uh, the prophecy of the temple being destroyed, what bigger show of of uh, <clears throat> prophecy than to uh, write the the uh, prophetic prophetic fruition of of the temple being destroyed? Oh, excuse me, man. This uh, I'm drinking this um, powder from. Uh, it's called cocaine? No. Uh, this powder from Kroger. Uh, it's like an energy powder. It's uh, wild berry, I think it is. And um, it's giving me the burps, man. Shit, I can't stop burping tonight. But, um, yeah, so this, uh, these four shows, um, really showing that when you go woke, you go broke. And uh, it, it looks like all of them are going to have a... Uh, they're not going to last very long. Well, I mean, the one is a movie, so obviously it's only going to probably last one movie. I can't imagine that they'd make another one after this, but um, that's the state of uh, entertainment for right now. So, you know, I'll, I might end up watching... Um, I don't know if I can even bring myself to watch She-Hulk. I just don't. Maybe The Lord of the Rings? Maybe, but... Uh, maybe for like uh, research purposes to come back later and uh, talk about them after seeing them, give a give a better review. But, but what I've seen so far for a lot of these, not great. These fucking people, dude. It is twelve thirty at night, and I have these. Uh, uh, the, you hear when somebody texts me. I just had a fucking guy from the East Coast text me, and I'm like, Good lord, man! Don't you think I'm probably sleeping with my, you know, in my house right now? Anywho, so that's all I want for tonight. Um, I mean, I guess I do have a little bit more, but um, I got to get to bed. I am uh, I'm up early in the morning tomorrow to get some shit done. So uh, anything that you want to add, good sir? Uh, you can <clears throat> reach me at nuclearknucklehead at yahoo.com. And you can find him on Facebook. Yeah. At Bentley Craig. Um... You can find me at, or get a hold of me at metv1105 at gmail.com. Oh, shit. I was supposed to say the date. 
at the beginning of this, uh, D.B. Cooper gave me the suggestion to start doing that. So it is 9-12. It's the day after the 21st anniversary of 9-11. Um, yeah. So anyway, my email again, meettv1105 at gmail.com. Find me on any social networking platform with the exception of Twitter. What's the other ones? Instagram and TikTok. But uh, the best place to get a hold of me outside of the email um, is the website, theweaponbook.com. Go there, get the first chapter, tell me what you think. Other than that, um, I'll talk to you at the next episode. All righty. Be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be a bitch-ass liberal. Later, buddy. Peace. Hey, check it out. 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 The Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion in Modern English. A one-page summary. Goyim are mentally inferior to Jews and can't run their nations properly. For their sake and ours, we need to abolish their governments and replace them with a single government. This will take a long time and involve much bloodshed, but it's for a good cause. Here's what we'll need to do. Police our agents and helpers everywhere. Take control of the media and use it in propaganda for our plans. Start fights between different races, classes, and religions. Use bribery, threats, and blackmail to get our way. Use Freemasonic lodges to attract potential public officials. Appeal to successful people's egos. Appoint puppet leaders who can be controlled by blackmail. Replace royal rule with socialist rule, then communism, then despotism. Abolish all rights and freedoms, except the right by force, by us. Sacrifice people, including Jews sometimes, when necessary. Eliminate religion. Replace it with science and materialism. Control the education system to spread deception and destroy intellect. Rewrite history to our benefit. Create entertaining distractions. Corrupt minds with filth and perversion. Encourage people to spy on one another. Keep the masses in poverty and perpetual labor. Take possession of all true wealth, property, and especially gold. Use gold to manipulate the markets, causing depressions, etc. Introduce a progressive tax on wealth. Replace sound investment with speculation. Hmm. Make long-term interest-bearing loans to governments. Hmm. Give bad advice to governments and everyone else. Eventually, the Goyim will be so angry with their governments, because we'll blame them for the resulting mess, that they'll gladly have us take over. We will then appoint a descendant of David to be the king of the world, and the remaining Goyim will bow down and sing his praises. Everyone will live in peace and obedient order, under his glorious rule.